1: Good evening, good evening, Baltimore here. Jessica Montgomery here, host of Man in the Mirror, with your our fabulous co-host, Nichelle Johnson. Welcome back to the show, Nichelle. Can't hear you. There you go. Glad to be, glad to
2: be back. You you left me muted, Hesgaya. Why could you do that? I'm sorry. I thought I
1: unmuted it.
2: <laughs> but tell you, anyway, sometimes, these,
1: sometimes we get technical difficulties.
2: I don't know. It's so, the you know they, the subconscious does things sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. But well, <laughs> thank you for for the welcome.
1: <laughs> Excellent. And, I uh, do apologize for that. <laughs>
2: I'm just kidding with you. But uh, glad to be back. We missed a couple of weeks there. So, like, I feel like I haven't been on here in a month or something.
1: Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks. And when you had a holidays, you know, we want to give people a chance. You know, I decided to give people a chance to enjoy the holidays. And we need a break once in a while, too, because Thanksgiving, we eat all that food. And how was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a good Thanksgiving?
2: Oh, it was really good. It was uh, – it was a lot going on, but it was it was a good Thanksgiving. So I enjoyed myself. How you
1: know, about you? And oh, I just I had an excellent Thanksgiving as well. And I hope our listening audience had a good Thanksgiving. We just we just want to be thankful, because we don't always want to be I need this and I need that or I want this and I want that. Sometimes we need to take time to be thankful. That should be a daily thing. But many times we should be just you know Thanksgiving. Let's just be thankful for our family. You know, because people have, that is the most traveled holiday in all of America. That's the most traveled holiday in all of America. So we should always try to truly be thankful because people travel all over to see their family. Some, and I pray that all, everybody made it, but we know some made it, some didn't. But I'm truly excited about today's show. And I tell that what is your Jonahism? And we're going to dive into a lot of what's going on because the Lord gave me this. And I know a lot of people probably say, Now, what the heck is Jonahism? Well, by the time I explain it to you, you will definitely know what is going on. And before we even get into it, let's open up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for loving us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just teaching us each week, you know, what's going on with Man and the Mirror. I thank you, Lord, for the ministry of Man and the We thank you, Lord, for the show, for the fabulous co-host that she has been and is still doing. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just ask you, bless our listening audience and especially, Lord. Bless those who know you. Bless those who don't even know you. Continue to bless the families that are, you know, listening on air as well, Lord. Open our hearts, open our minds to different understandings as we do a show week by week, month by month, year by year. We're nearing the end of the year, Lord, but we are always in your presence. We will never fail to give you glory, honor, and praise. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
2: amen. And a
1: little about to And before we go on, again, if you have any comments or questions, please press the number one on your phone. Again, you're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery and co-host in Johnson. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. We all know the story of Jonah. Well, I hope we all know. If you don't know, here's a here's a short version. God spoke to Jonah and told him to go preach to, the, to Nineveh because the people were living in sin. Hmm. Heard about that before, haven't we? Well, Jonah didn't want to... Want to do so for some reason, and he tried to hide from God. How many of us have ever tried to hide from God? Go figure, the creator of the universe, and you try to hide. Hmm. Jonah tried to hide on a ship to get away from God. God sent a big wind to toss the ship around. Jonah had to be tossed off the ship to keep it from sinking. And then guess what? A great fish, a.k.a., well comes along and swallows Jonah. Jonah's inside for three days and three nights, and he repents and decides to go and decides to go through with the mission to go preach to Nineveh. You see, Jonah had a mission that God gave him to do, but he was making excuses. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? For what he, sh- why he shouldn't do it. Then he decided to run from God. God ever given you a mission or a calling or even told you to do something, and you came up with several excuses of why you shouldn't do it? To me, that sounds like Jonahism. We make up all kinds of excuses not to do what we know God wants us to do. But remember, even if it takes a will hint, hint, or a lifetime, God will always get his way. Jonah found out firsthand. Even Moses tried to make excuses to get out what God had for him to do. But God wasn't having it. Hmm. What does that sound like to you, Michelle? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who you are. You is. don't know? <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm just putting it out there. Have you ever had, uh, oh, you know, okay, have you ever well, felt well, like we'll that? South- Let me be
2: self-deprecating than me sometime.
1: (laughs) Explain. Elaborate.
2: Well, I I think we all do that. So, I mean, that could be all of us, but I can only speak about myself. We can only speak about our own selves and not others. So, you know, Sometimes God gives us something that looks to be a little weighty or, or something that we really don't want to go into or or something that we, uh, the, the best ones are, are when somebody has just did you wrong and, and God is telling you to do something for them or to bless them or, oh my gosh, that's one of the hardest ones, but this that's, you know, what our, role is here. We're, we're supposed to be the the physical representation of Jesus on earth. And so we have to look at Jesus and how much he was wrong, but he still loved the people. He still forgave the people. He still um, gave his life for the people. So, you know, that's deep when you look at it, like, would you give your life for somebody that that did you wrong, or talked about you, or even, um, you know, just just all kind of things. They 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 killed him, but they didn't know that they were falling right into the plan of God. But but would you be willing to do that, you know? For somebody that's treated you that badly or or you know that sort of thing, like these things that God asks us to do sometimes they're just not easy you know if it was if it was that easy, it'd be no sweat off our back and and what what would we be showing God, or what what would we be really proving by doing it so you know sometimes He gives us these big tasks, these tall feet that we have to basically kind of suck it up and, and keep it moving and do everything to his glory, because it's not even supposed to be about us in the first place.
1: Mhm. And basically when the Lord gave this to me, God gives us a mission. He also gives us things that he wants us to do. Um, we get that lazy factor i call it the jonahism because jonah was the true identity for this because you know that was a short version there's a longer version cuz of several chapters gave him something to do go preach to my people it may be i want you to start start a new mission or a new ministry or i want you to do this or i want you to Go out and feed the hungry or go out and go out and talk to the poor, go out and talk to the homeless. God may be calling us to do something, or calling you to do something, but in your mind, in our finite mind, we say we're not worthy, or why should I do it? Why can't and I like this one, why can't the next person do it? You know, we always try to put it off, you know, why can't the next person do it? But God is trying to tell us, hey, look. I want you to do it. And Jonah, it's kind of funny. I don't know. This is one of the funniest stories to me. He he tried to run. I ain't going there. Shoot. I ain't going there. I'm going to go run. So he tried to run and hide. You know, how many of us, you know, many times our children do something, they try to run, or they try to hide. But we always know where they're running and hiding at. I remember his, here's a funny illustration. I had a cat, one of the oldest cats I've ever known. And every time he did something, I knew it. Because when I walked in the door, he would go run and hide. But the way he hid is he would be halfway under the couch and halfway out. You see two feet out and a tail dangling. But in his mind, he thought he was hiding obviously that was the funniest thing around It's like, okay this cat think he's hiding you know but <laughs> he couldn't run and hide and his mind and I and Jonah's mind he I I'm, I'm getting on this ship I'm I'm about to go I'm getting on this ship I'm getting away I don't want to do this I don't want to go preach to these people or god why should I go feed the homeless or why should I start this business You know, I'm not adequate to do this. Or, you know, why should I do this? Let someone else do it. I really don't feel like we're making excuses. When God puts that in your spirit to do something, he wants you to do it. And don't look back. It's best to go do it because we found out that Jonah did not want to go preach to Nineveh. He was making excuses to do it. So guess what? He tried to run from God. But what did God do? He sent that great wind while he was on that ship. And these men were, like, begging for their life, throwing stuff over. But, you know, to paraphrase it, he had to toss Jonah over. Jonah knew what it was. And God caused that great, great fish, or a.k.a. whale, to come eat and I think Jonah had time to really think. When you got three days, you're in the belly of a fish. I mean if yeah. you know, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm in the belly of an animal. And it was just me and like being in being in a cell, but his was under under the depths of the mighty sea. So he had time to think. You know, he had time no. to think about, okay, I gotta make up my mind. All right, God, fine. It's like that time out that you put you, we put our kids in. All right, time out. Because, you know, God was trying to birth something using Jonah, but Jonah didn't want to do it. So he goes over and, and preaches to the city or preaches to the city or preaches to the city. And, you know, then he goes up. Sits under a tree. God grows, you know. God make a plant grow and you know, give them some shade. Guess what? That was a question. <laughs> you will see. keep keep up with me, all right? I'm, I'm scripted tonight, so but guess what? I, I'll let that one go. The people repented. The people repented. Nineveh repented, and then Jonah got upset. Now, God told you to go do it, but Jonah got upset. He said, I knew this was going to happen. That's why I didn't want to come here anyway. You were just going to save them. I knew this was going to happen, but you were going to save them. But I had to look this verse up again just to make sure I'm right. And God told him, there were, over a, there were more than 120,000 persons in Nineveh who did not know their left from their right. So God was saying, he was, this was, he was saying that I did this for them. I need them to get right so they won't get left. Now, if we go back, if we paraphrase that and bring that back into today's into the New Testament, Jonah's Old Testament, but we bring this back into the New Testament, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever called him should not perish but have everlasting life. But he also said, people forget for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. So Jonah was their modern-day Jesus Christ back then. He came. To save them, to you know, preach the word to them, to have them repent, and they repented. God did not want over those 120,000 who didn't know they had left from their right to be condemned. So again, you know, you know, God told Jonah, "You don't need to get upset. I'm the one who caused that tree to grow up for you. I am God." But again. God gives us that's just an illustration. of saying, you know what? God gives us something great to do. That was something great that God wanted Jonah to do. God gave him a task. God gave Moses a task, and Moses kept trying to come up with excuses. Well, Lord, I don't want to go. Pharaoh ain't going to listen to me. Why are you sending me? You know, this is how we act. This, Michelle, this is how we act. We think in our mind all kind of ways or reasons, that we sleep on it. Okay, I'm gonna wake up and talk to God, and me and God, you know, I'm gonna get out of this. You know, we, I'm gonna, I don't want to be in this, so we're gonna, I'm gonna get out of this. You know, me and God gotta have a one-on-one. I've done it before, so I know. It's so, like, okay, God, me, we are gonna have a one-on-one because it's gonna be another way how I can get out of this. Because when God gives you something to do, we have to stop. We gotta get in our word, and we gotta we got to stop saying no because many of us love to say no or I don't want to because that's that self-centeredness. Someone else could do it. We passed the buck. Someone else could do it. How many someone else's are there going to be until somebody does it? You ever think about that in the show? We try to say, well, you know, they can do it. Why me? Other people can do it. I don't need to do it. You know, let's just wait. Let's just sit back. I don't want to do it. God gives us a mission. He may give you a ministry. He may say, I need you to go help this person because everyone keeps looking over this person. Everyone keeps passing this person by, but for God so loved. So if we need to show love, God wants us to show love. We may be that person that may be able to show that that Christian love, that love that God gave us, to this one person. But if we don't because I don't feel I feel inadequate or I don't feel like I should be the one um, talking to this person or I should be I should be the one to do this. I don't want. To, he may want you to do, a, you know, start a business or do do a business. He may want you to, you know, do something, but you keep saying no. Because you're looking at well, this is a big project. This is a lot of work. That's the one thing a lot of people think, I can't do this. That's just too much, God. God, you guys should be crazy. This is too much. But what happened to the um with with that scripture that says with God all things are possible? See, we forget these things. You know, we're looking at the big project. Jonah, you know, I call it Jonahism. We're looking at Nineveh. That big project was Nineveh. Lord, that's my Nineveh. I cannot do it. I'm not going to do it. That is just too much. That is just too much. We want to run other direction. But when God gives us something, we cannot, will not, won't not, let that Jonahism. I call it Jonahism because we all do it. We start second guessing ourselves. We start thinking, why me? I'm not going to do it. See, if I do it, this is what's going to happen. And that's what Jonah did. Jonah didn't think that, hey, God was saying, I love these people. I need you to go take care of them. Jonah like, no. I don't want to. You may love them, but I don't love them. I'm not going. So he tried to hide. And that's why I said the man who created the universe, the God who created the universe, and you know God better than anybody because you have a personal relationship because you talk to God and I think about that, Lord, Just kidding. you talk to God. You and God have a one-on-one relationship, but you're going to try to run. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. That's kind of interesting so you know that I have a relationship with God, but I'm going to try to run and hide. When God has given me a mission, when God gives you a mission, it's gonna it's going to get done. It may not get done now. It may not get done even tomorrow. But if God gives you, I guarantee 100% that sooner or later or later or sooner, it will get done. But many of us have to go through the motions, Michelle. Many of us have to go through the motions of, well, I can't, or I don't want to, or it's just too much, or these people are getting on my nerves. This is just too much work. I don't want to do it. Again, one of my favorite scriptures with, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We have to get out of that, I can't, I can't, I can't, or what about, what about, what about, what about, or we we, we continue to come up with, you know, some kind of excuse. And we always wonder why our children come up with excuses because we as adults come up with plenty excuses. But we have to stop coming up with these excuses and say, okay, God, here am I. Send me or outdoor, what do you want me to do? You're listening live with a man in the mirror with your host, Ezekiel Montgomery, and co host, Nichelle Johnson. And we are talking about what is your Jonahism? If God gave you a mission, or if God gave you a vision, if God gave you a dream, or if God put something in your heart and you keep saying, Mm-mm, I'm not going to do it, and you go, you know, you go to you running towards the well. You're running towards, you know, you're running towards the will. You're trying to run in high from God. Are you trying to make excuses? Well, we don't want those excuses. You can call in at 917 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. And speaking of
2: which, looks like we have a caller that uh, has a question or comment in the queue.
1: Okay, not there yet, young lady, but, <laughs> but that's okay. We can. This is open forum, so we can actually um, take that caller on right now. And then I'll, I'm going to something else I was going to continue to say about Jonah. Go ahead, Michelle.
2: Well, the caller, Indian 9295, again, the caller, Indian 9295, you are live on the man
0: in the mirror. Hello. Hi, good evening. How are you guys doing? Good, good. How are you? Great. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just wanted to say that I love that story about Jonah because it kind of shows us that no matter how horrible we may think people are or how hopeless the situation is, because the Ninevites were a fearful people, they were very violent, and Jonah was afraid, (laughs) And sometimes, you know, we're afraid of things. We might be afraid to speak up in public or afraid to talk about the Bible or God to other people. But actually, that's the commission that Jesus gave when he left this earth, that we should approach people all over the world and that we should talk to them about God's kingdom and the wonderful good news about his kingdom so that everybody will have a chance to learn and to be saved. Um, And Jesus died for everyone. And so everybody gets a chance because even though they may be what appears to be unworthy or unwilling to change or not want to do something, we never know. And just like the Ninevites, I'm sure Jonah was shocked, you know, how even down to the king... How they all repented and turned around, and how when God saw that, how He said, Well, why should I wipe them out? He reconsidered um, His uh, original plan because those people prayed to Him, they turned around. So, all of us, if we repent, whatever it is, and turn around, we have the blood of Jesus covering us. We repent, we turn around and we continue to walk with God, then we'll be acceptable to him. And like um, the Bible tells us, we do the best that we can possibly do as humans, and then God will, will actually finish your training that make you what you, he wants you to be, to make you strong. And there's nothing better than knowing that the creator of the universe, who can make any situation turn around to your favor, to know that you're pleasing to him. And so that's more than anything else. That is what I like about the story of Jonah, how no matter how bad people are, how hopeless it seems, just think about Jonah in the belly of that whale. You know, uh, you might have thought that it was over for him, but it wasn't. See, God can take care of you no matter what situation you're in, and he can turn a situation around, even that humans think, it's hopeless. And so that's that's kind of what I I love about that story about Jonah. So that's basically all I had to say.
2: Well, Amen. Thank you for that for that comment. And that's definitely a really great lesson because uh you know <laughs> sometimes God will send us to give a word to somebody who is really um in need of a word and you know we 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 just thank our caller for that comment today and and so we 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 need to go to someone who's really in need of a word from God. We we don't know the situation. We only know from the outside uh what's going on with them and some people just feel uncomfortable about having to approach someone especially if God has given them a word on a certain situation. You know, they don't don't want to come at them so directly and say, this is what God said. And so, you know, sometimes we do shy away from that, but then we do have to look at the outcome. The Lord let us know that everything that we do, it's going to work for our good and for the good of those that love him and who are called um, by his name. And so we need to... We we just need to make sure that we're being obedient so that those that, you know, God is sending us to possibly witness to or, or, you know, to help learn about him, that we don't allow people to miss out because of our fear. Because as, you know, was pointed out with the story of the Ninevites, uh, they, they completely turned themselves around just because that word came. And so we we never know what the result will be, It no matter how hard the people may appear to be, or no matter how stony-hearted we think they are, God always knows
0: best.
1: Amen, amen. We're close to our halfway mark, and I actually thank the caller for that. Because you know, you know, I like what she said. You know, even in the belly of the whale, God can turn any situation around. Because I'm sure Jonah thought, okay, I'm, a, I'm, a, um, they tossed me off. I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. This is it. He thought that was the end of him. And then being in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights, and we got to remember there was a symbolism that I kind of figured that too. Because Christ was in the grave for three days before he arose so on the third day that whale spewed him up or he got you know thrown up I know that was kind of nasty and disgusting I would not even (laughs) fathom coming up from the belly of a whale he just throwing me up I'm like ew so I guess after you know he repented got us all back together because God gives us a chance All right, I gotta get myself together All right, fine God all right, he probably repented, said he was sorry. I found a few pictures and slides, you know, just about Jonah saying, you know what, God does give us, as um, as I call it, God does give us another chance to get it right. You know, he doesn't give us, you know, people may give up on us, but he will never give up on us. And, and we can all attest to that because, you know, God said, you know, you just need a little time out, Jonah. So he sent that whale, the great fish, to Swallow him up, and he was in the belly. Could you imagine what was in the belly of a whale? I can't even imagine. You know, what, what is in the know. belly of a whale? You know, I'm going to look that up and just to see why we take that break. What does, What is inside the belly of a whale? Um, we're going to have, um, we're going to take a break. We have a note from our supporters, Music instruction for All Learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as, piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. Also, please join us on December 10, 2016 for our Recital Performance Fundraiser being held at 4443 Bel Air Road. Come see our students perform and then be treated with the great sounds of Cameron Stare with his cams ensemble. We'll also be blessed with the featured guest artist of Karan Jones, the Songstress of Baltimore. You don't want to miss this program. Go to our Facebook page and check in on our event Eventbrite page. See you there. Another sponsor is the Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of four-figured women, Curvy Chicks of All Chicks 2, not to mention Beautiful, Intelligent, and Talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project and their website at www.curvyboss.com We will now take a a break and we'll be back and we want you guys to listen to the music and we'll be back shortly. We are back live with Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. We may be have having a few technical difficulties, but we will fix those immediately. Uh give us one second. Can you hear me, Michelle?
2: Yep, yeah, I'm good. All right, can Double
1: me? checking, because mine is, All right. Yep, it fixed itself. Excellent, excellent, excellent. We are talking about what is your Jonahism? You can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one, or log in at www. dot Com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror, and we are having an excellent talk about the story of Jonah and just comparing it to when we have a call to do something and when God calls you to do something or, you know, puts in you a business or a ministry or, you know, to go talk to somebody, to help the poor, to do something, but you say, no, I ain't going to do it, or you feel inadequate or you try to run and hide because God called Jonah to go talk to uh, people that, you know, as I call said, you know, were a contract. They were brutal, you know. And Jonah probably was scared. And he said, no, nah, but I ain't going there because they ain't going to listen anyway. And he was making an assumption. But even though we make those assumptions, God still still wants us to go do it. And I think I looked up some information and <clears throat> God gave, or God gave, Jonah some, you know, Shade. He said, and God saw that the people of Nineveh were so sorry for their wickedness, and he forgave them and did not destroy their city. But this made Jonah very angry, which I mentioned earlier. He did not wish to have Nineveh spared mercy. He didn't want to give he see God has mercy on us, so we should also have mercy on other people, because it was the enemy of his own land, and he also Also, he feared the men would call him a false prophet when his word did not come to pass. And Jonah said to the Lord, O Lord, I I was sure that you would be thus, that thou would spare the city. And for this reason, I tried to flee away. So Jonah was saying, I'm running because you ain't going to take care of it anyway. I know what you're going to do. You're going to spare them. You're going to have mercy. For I knew that thou was a gracious God, and he knew this. And shall he knew is full of pity, slow to anger, and rich in mercy. Now, O oh Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. Now, he was having a pity party. You know, God gave you a mission, God gives us a mission. But Jonah was having a pity party. He's like, no. Mm-mm. And Jonah went out to the city and built a little hut on the east side of it and sat under. It's root to see whether God would keep the word that he had spoken. Then the Lord caused a plant, which I said earlier, with thick leaves to grow up, to shade Jonah from the sun. And Jonah was glad and sat under its shadow. But a worm destroyed the plant. And the next day, a hot wind blew, and Jonah suffered from the heat. And again, Jonah wished he might die. And the Lord said to Jonah, you were so sorry to see the plant die. Though you did not make it grow, and though it came up in the night and died in the night and died in the night, and should not I have pity on Nineveh, that great city, where where are more than a hundred thousand little children, and also many cattle, all helpless and knowing nothing? And Jonah learned that man and woman and little children are all precious in the sight of God. Even though they know not God, so that was a great lesson that Jonah had to learn. That even though he did not want God, he had a mission. Now I'm like Mission Impossible. You know, we all used to watch that. We used to listen to the song coming on. It's an impossible mission, but we still got to do it. Jonah thought so in his mind, "This is an impossible mission." That's why he tried to run. He knew God was going to have mercy. Had to learn a lesson, and a lesson that we all learn when we do God's work is that everyone is precious in his sight, as I call it. said, even when they don't know God. They knew not God, when they know not God. Didn't anybody say no, God. But Jonah went throughout that whole city once he got his head together. You know, he got had to get his head back in the game. Once he got his head back in the game, and did preach that sermon, witness to them, talk to him. You know, it's you know you got to think about you know when you go into a big city, you got to go all over the place and preach the word. You know, we you know we hear these street preachers now when they out on the street preaching. Well, uh, imagine just going to every street corner, every corner, every block, and whatever city you live in—Baltimore City, in Philadelphia, and New Jersey, in the you know in the worst little cities there are, you have to go and preach the word or you have to go feed the hungry or you have to go talk to that drug dealer or you have to go um, talk to those who you really don't want to talk to. Is it easy? You make excuses. I am not going. I don't care what you say, God. I don't want to do it. But sooner or later, later or sooner, you're gonna to have to do it. It may take you twenty years, but you're gonna do it. Because he's that type of guy, he's patient. You know, he was patient. Any comments, Michelle?
2: Well I just think that there's a lot that comes with if you don't do what uh God is trying to get you to do. So we see what Jonah's consequences were. Uh, but we also see on the good side what the outcome was, but the the consequences of him trying to run and and not, you know, do as God was directing him to do, at that time, you know, caused him to have to go through some some things. And uh, also, me personally, and and this is like I said, just me personally, I've had situations where God was was really heavy on me to move and do something, um, whether it's like to bless someone or to um, just speak a word to them or something like that, and I didn't always listen or I hesitated. I hesitated longer than I should have, and I have literally witnessed the Lord gave me, and I know what he gave me to say or do, I have literally witnessed someone else walk up to the person and do or say exactly what God had given me. And Mm. to me, yeah, to me personally, I, it's a very disappointing feeling because it's almost like when you see it happen and to me, it's like God shows me so that I know that I was being disobedient, that I know, but, it it's almost like a oh man, like I I missed out. I mm-hmm. missed out I missed out on a blessing possibly. I missed out on a chance to be obedient to God. I missed out on a chance to bless somebody with um uh-huh. with, you know, with what God had given me. And it's a terrible feeling that comes over me. So that's almost how you know God got me to when well I almost, but that's really how God got me to not pass up or miss these opportunities because they are opportunities, it's a chance for us Amen. to bless somebody, to be blessed, to further whatever God, uh, purpose God has for somebody's life. Because obviously, if He's giving you something to say or do. Or so, then there's a reason for it. That person is going to be moved from whatever place they are in their spiritual life to another place when you follow and are obedient to, to God and in, in the move of the Spirit. And so that's like a, a double, you know, whammy for us as children of God, because you know, how must a child feel, you know, can you imagine like a little child, you know, your dad told you to do something and you didn't listen, and then, you know, they come back to you and say, well, if you had done this, you would have gotten this, or I would have taken you here, or you would have got this treat, but... Since you didn't do it, they don't tell you what the blessing will be beforehand. They don't tell you what the outcome will be. Jonah didn't know what the outcome was going to be, but he just knew what God was telling him to do. So we just we don't want to miss out, and we don't want to disappoint our Father, and we and we don't well, want to no, miss out on.
1: Go ahead. But Jonah actually knew what the outcome was going to be, He, but he didn't want to do it because he said at that part that he is a gracious and mercy. He knew it. He knew it, but he didn't want it. He still didn't want to do it. And God was telling him, you know, in one part I said there were over 120,000 basically ignorant people or 120,000 people that didn't know the left on their right. And if you look at that, it's like, Wow. God wanted those people saved. He did not want them left by themselves. When you have that many people that don't that are ignorant or don't know their left from their right, then that's a that's a loving God that says, "Look, I need those people taken care of. I need those people taken care of." I'll say it yeah. again. I need those people taken care of. You know because. If they don't know their left on their right, I need them to get it together. And Jonah said, I knew you was going to do this. I knew. It's almost like you know your parents. You know how they are. They try to do something. You don't want to do it because you know exactly what they're going to do. You know how's, how it's going to turn out. That's why you ain't going to do it. But they still told you to do it anyway. And Amen. that's the way and- Jonah was feeling. And he knew what
2: yes, as as children of God, we know we know God or we should know God. So we may know, you know, what God is doing or what God is trying to do by what He's telling us, but we may not know how the people are gonna receive us who we're going to. But, you know, thankfully, you know, they they totally which Jonah kinda of reacted to them totally accepting the will of God because he just knew, you know, <laughs> he he kind of knew some things might happen, but I don't I don't know that he was expecting them to just totally turn around and repent. So you know we right. might not we we kind of we kind of don't know what people's reaction is going to be, especially if we speak something into their lives that's, like, their business or their, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes we have to be careful of that because everything's not meant to be, like, a public prophecy for us to get attention, you know, because people do that sometimes, but you have to watch that because if God is giving you something, you just have to, you have to look at what God is giving you to do, then you, you can do it in private because it may be someone Someone situation that everybody doesn't know about, but that God gave you a word for them. And so you may have to pull people aside. Some people, you know, we have to try not to make a big scene out of
0: like, oh, the, the word of the Lord or,
2: or God has said this in front of everybody and it may not be for everybody to hear. You know, if he's giving us the word for the masses, then that's one thing, or the word for like our congregation or something that he's spoken to you because people had the the gift of prophecy. That, you know, that's one thing. But when God is speaking into individual people's lives through us and and he's telling us to do something or say something um, to bless them, then, you know, it may be a situation that nobody else may even know about, but God knows, and he wants them to know, Sometimes that I know and I'm I'm there with you. And then also we have like with the Ninevites where sometimes he's just showing us people to witness to and tell about him. And we don't know how people may receive us, but if God told us to go, then we already should know how we're going to be received. So because we know God isn't going to put us in danger or in harm's way.
1: Amen. 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 You're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Ezekiel Montgomery and co host, Michelle Johnson. We're winding down to a little, almost under six minute wait, minutes of the show. You can call in at 917 889 2271. Press the number one on your dial. If you want to have a question or comment about today's show, what is your Jonahism? Because again as I um as I said in the show that God may give you a word for someone. And like she said, you know, she seen something and then some she didn't do it and someone else went and did it and she dropped the ball. It was like a football player. The ball was mm-hmm. thrown to him. Not, make, not not really not trying to make you feel bad. Ball thrown to but, you. No, it- and, it's, it's and and, and, hard and hard. you you you're right <laughs> in position, but you went out of position and then it's intercepted, and the other team got the ball, and they start running in the direction that they should be going and you just look and dumbfounded like
0: dumbfounded,
1: you were there yeah' <laughs> <laughs> you were you, you were there. And you messed the play up, and God gave you the play. And we are like that because God God wants us. We are all full of ministry. We all have something that God wants us to do. We all have something that God wants us to do. But many times, again, we run from the responsibility that he wants to give to us, just like Michelle was running from, not picking on you tonight, but like she was running Mm -hmm. from that responsibility. That was a good analogy. (laughs) <laughs> you know, running from that responsibility, and then when someone else picked it up, she felt sad. She felt like, oh, wow, how did I let that happen? And we all do it. So it's not just Michelle, we all do it, because we we start thinking like Jonah, like, sure, I'm out. Mm-mm, I'm not doing it. Why me? Can you pick on someone else? Can you let someone else do it? I don't want to do it. I'm going to go get in my boat. I may end up in a belly, well of a belly, but I'm not doing it. But again, like I said, and begin this show later or sooner, sooner or later, after you've made up all those excuses, it could be, Nichelle, it could be 20 years down the line, you will still have to end up doing what the Lord called you to do. Amen. You know, and I put a thing inside the um, event page and there's a picture that I love and and the picture basically says uh, talking about Jonah God rescues rebels because so Jonah was a rebel and you know mm-hmm. rebels think that you know they may not think they are a rebel but they're rebel. rebel you you're trying to get away from the cause but after God rescues you, he wants you to go do what you were supposed to do. He wants you to go rescue those people that he actually put up for there. And our caller actually has another comment. And um, if she can make it brief, you can take care of that, Michelle.
2: Say that again. I'm
1: sorry. I said, our caller has another comment. Oh,
2: amen. So, <laughs> so call caller Indian nine two nine five again caller Indian nine two nine five you are live
0: thank you um, I just wanted to say that you know it's so true, you know sometimes you know God gives us something to do, and we shy away from it. And sometimes we don't know. He may be blessing us in a way. That person may turn around and bless you in a way that you would never could imagine. You know, God may be leading people to you uh, for a purpose. You never know how God is working things out in your life. So sometimes we have to forget about us. And if you're going to serve God, then you need to live for him and not so much for yourself, so if you kind of go along with God's program, you can't go wrong because so many times we think we know better, and we try to do it our own way, and God says it doesn't belong to man who's walking to direct his steps. God will direct us, okay? Um, And that's just my last comment. We need to really have faith, believe, and just follow through.
2: Amen. Thank you for that comment.
0: You're welcome.
2: Well, I think that's a great a great way to kind of end the show tonight because uh, it is that time. It came quickly, so we we're really thankful to our uh, caller tonight who who had comments and question or comments not not necessarily questions tonight, and we thank you all our listen listeners as well um uh, but we just wanted to make sure that you guys are definitely uh conquering your ministry, your mission, your purpose in God that God has given you those dreams that you've been dreaming that God has given you, carry out those things and go forth in what he has called you to do. You know, we don't want to be like Jonah, we don't want to run in the opposite direction. And as the caller um, just mentioned, you know, miss out on possible blessings for not only ourselves, but other people as well.
1: Amen, 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 and that is an excellent. As you said in the show, that's an excellent way to end the show. I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening. You can actually listen to this on a, you know, on demand on um, Man in the Mirror. Look it up on Blog Talk Radio, or as I said, man, www.blogtalkradio.com man forward slash man and the mirror and you can listen to it on demand. We have been talking about what is your Jonah-ism. Um, This was an excellent show, and I just think again, thank our caller for calling. And that was a great discussion. Um, let us continue. Again, let's continue to others about the show. Keep the show going because we're you know we are just having a blessed time tonight. Um. Again, the shelter that again the shelter that was a good way to. Sh- close the show. I'm not even going to say anything else because we had a good time and we covered a lot of content. Um, This is Hezekiah Montgomery signing off and as always we'll see you at The Mirror.